Hello and welcome to the EVs and Beyond podcast. Thank you for joining us again. I hope you're already subscribed, but if not, don't forget to go on your podcast app or on YouTube, wherever you are, ring the bell, push that subscribe button, do whatever you can to make sure that you uh, keep up to date with the uh, wonderful news and uh, podcasts and videos that are coming out of EVs and Beyond on a fairly regular basis. Our podcast today is uh, a great one considering how successful we're seeing EVs at the moment, it, it's definitely exciting time for Bruce Fowler, who is launching an electric vehicle brand, entirely electric vehicle, into New Zealand. That is Polestar. Uh, Polestar is a Swedish brand or European-designed and developed cars that are going to be sold here from the end of this year, delivered out of China. Uh, that's a uh, It's a really exciting discussion. They have some really cool ways they're going to look at uh, selling the car into New Zealand. And today, of course, they announced the pricing, which at Sixty nine nine ninety before the uh, EV subsidy is incredibly sharp considering uh, what you get. They really are set to uh, put a can amongst the pigeons. But first, I'd like to talk about our fabulous sponsor, ChargeNet. Now, if you're an EV driver, you've probably come across ChargeNet during your EV journey. Over the past five years, they've focused their efforts on building a fast charging network up and down the country. What you might not know is that ChargeNet also offers charging solutions for every type of business. ChargeNet provides a range of hardware, software, and support services to ensure that you can build and maintain your customized EV charging program. Their team of experts will connect you with the right solution for your business. If you want to talk more or find out more about EV charging solutions, visit charge.net.nz forward slash commercial. They've got some great information and a great tool there to help you find out what it is you need. So thanks for joining us, Bruce. Now, you're the brand manager for Polestar New Zealand. It must be a pretty interesting day for you with pricing going out i know there's a lot of talk about the place about about the place about the uh, the price of the uh, the the polestar entry into new zealand uh, has it been priced to kind of just poke a little bit at a certain american machine that's been uh, very popular lately um well probably uh, more in line with making sure that we've got um, more than a single offering um inside the, the government clean car um discount um, but there's been a lot of work that's gone on um, over the last six, 12 months on making sure that we achieve, you know, some price points that are you know, attractive and take advantage of what's available in the market um, whilst being, you know, what we believe is incredibly uh, competitive, uh, not just in the EV space, but against some of the other premium vehicles. Mm-hmm. Can, can you explain your, your startup range? You've got three variants of, of the, the Polestar 2. Yep. So obviously there's the single vehicle being the Polestar 2, um, which comes in three different variants being um, standard range single motor, which um, is the price leading vehicle, uh, which the first ones of those will actually be here early new year. Um, then we've got uh, long range single motor and the dual um, long range dual motor. So both the, the long range variants share the same 78 kilowatt hour battery. Um, and um yeah, to deliver you know, great choice for customers. Um, yeah, it's a really exciting time. And, and how important was it for you to have those those two variants, as you say, under that limit for the uh, the government subsidy? I mean, how important is the government subsidy to launch a Polestar in New Zealand? Um, well, it's seeing like the the growth since in the EV space since the um, the government rebate or subsidy uh, came in, um, it you know it's been very obvious that it is making a it's a key consideration for buyers um so to give you know have more than a single motor or single option um that under that rebate level was a big driver for us to to achieve that um obviously from a customer's perspective you've got those that are still conscious of um wanting to have the highest possible range 
Uh, but on the other side, you've also got people that are less concerned about the range and more concerned about price. So we cover both those options. Mm-hmm. So, so where are we at the stage of the launch of the Polestar brand into New Zealand? Now, you've got pricing. We understand what's coming. Uh, where, when are you going to start delivering vehicles to customers? I mean, when will Polestar hit the road in New Zealand as such? So um, we're, uh, unfortunately, due to lockdowns and COVID around the globe, um, the first vehicles were actually supposed to, our pre-launch vehicles are supposed to be here now, um, but they're shipping this week from China. So um, early November, we'll be starting off to be able to show the cars to customers. Um, and we actually have the first customer deliveries scheduled or stock arrivals um, scheduled for early December. Mm-hmm. So um, we will have cars on the road here in New Zealand uh, this side of Christmas. If we're talking about the Polestar brand, you know, what is the Polestar brand? I mean, you mentioned there that the cars are coming from China, but it's yeah. very much seated in Sweden. You know, there's a big time with Volvo there. It was eventually essentially spun out of Volvo. Yeah. What is the Polestar brand? So, so um, Polestar, Polestar was, was um, broken away, away from, from uh, Volvo, Volvo. Uh, what what we, in 2017. It was established as its own, own brand. brand. Um, with a pure EV play. play. So um, it is uh, owned by Polestar, by Volvo and um, Geely. Um, it's, it's its own company, but it's often referred to as the 90-year-old startup because um, whilst it's its own brand, it's got its own products, obviously they do share the R&D and production facilities across with, with, with Volvo. Um, huge benefit for us here, particularly in New Zealand, is the outsell side of that. So, so from, from day, day one, one, we're actually going to have nationwide servicing through the, the existing Volvo network. And, and, and so it, it still has that kind of Scandinavian feel to it, or is there a Chinese influence? Or I mean, how would you describe it? 100% Scandinavian. Um, the, you know, it, Polestar is the actually only motor vehicle company in the world that um, CEO is actually an ex-designer. So Thomas Glath used to be the head of Volvo Design. Um, so very different. It's not an engineer. It's not a, a, a um, financial background. He is actually a designer and 100 percent is um, around the design and the ethic uh, of, the, of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. So you'll see that coming through right across the range. So it's a, it's a purely Scandinavian brand. But built in China, but I mean, so a lot of the Volvos that come here now, yep. uh, and it's uh, you know spun off from Volvo. Why have Polestar out in its own operation as opposed to being part of Volvo, which which is within the Giltrap uh, group of companies that you belong to? Yep. Um, so globally, Polestar is its own own company. Um, it's is very much based on a, a direct customer model. Um, so taking that lead where that's why it's been established the way it has in New Zealand. So we're standalone. We are looking at uh, motor vehicle retail in a different way um, around um, how we, you know, talk to our customers, how we deliver the product. Um, it's a really exciting time to, you know, I think we're the first manufacturer to come out with our pricing and the pricing includes on road costs, for example, it's totally transparent around, around how we want to do things. Um, and it's all around the level of service and providing information to the customers so they make informed decisions, um, particularly around in the EV space. So, so how will that retail work? I mean, are there going to be Polestar stores? Are people just going to order on a website and take delivery through a Volvo dealership? How is it working? So um, we, uh, Polestar refers to the showrooms globally as spaces. So we will be opening a, a Polestar space in the new year um, in Newmarket. 
unfortunately, uh, due to current situation, we are behind schedule on the build. Um, but no, there will be a, a retail presence as such, to so customers can come in and look, have a walk around the car, go for test drive as, as per normal. Just, just new market will it expand further around the country as we go. Uh, over time, there is plans to expand nationwide. Um, we are currently looking at being able to uh, facilitate test drives in some of the regional locations as well. Can people, if they want order a Polestar, simply by jumping on the website and putting down $200 as, as other EV distributors have done? Um, that is the intention. Um, can't, can't do it today. Um, we're, we're going flat out to, to get that in place. Um, it will be a $1,000 deposit to order, um, but that is the intention is that um, customers can uh, do it all online. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing that space is going to have a very interesting design aesthetic. As you said, it's a company led by a designer. Yeah, yeah. If you um, there's yeah, if you jump onto the global media site or do any searching, it, it's very uh, Swedish and very much like an art gallery as opposed to a traditional showroom. Mm. Uh, tell us about the the Polestar Two. What's the what do you think of the kind of the key sales features of it? I mean, why should people be looking at that car versus other uh, electric vehicle options? Um, I like there's lots of interesting things. So you know, one of the the big things is it is the first car in the market or was the first car in the market to run um, Android Automotive. So the whole infotainment system in the car runs on an Android platform. Um, it's not like your Android Auto that you have uh, with by plugging your phone in. It is the whole infotainment system. So you've got Google Assistant running throughout the car. Um, so you can actually sit in the car and ask it to turn on the air conditioning and change the temperatures. Um, you can ask it a joke. You can ask it your next appointment all, all by voice in the car. Um, but also, obviously, being Google, it's Google Maps fully integrated into the car, um, which makes navigation incredibly simple. Um, and even down to if you're on a on a trip and you're starting to get low on battery, you can actually just ask Google, um, you know, where's the next charger, and it will route you immediately to the next charger. Mm. So on top of that, um, obviously, the the build quality, the materials used, um, are what we've expected from within the, the you know, the Volvo um, vehicles that we've seen. So that, you know, the build quality is something that is incredibly, incredibly good. If you look at some of the international reviews, everyone just raves about the quality of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, then you've obviously got all the safety systems and stuff, which that's, you know, from the Volvo R&D, that's carried through into the Polestar brand and will continue to do so. Mm-hmm. You've got the the the, the two uh, the two single motor models that are on that you know price band to get the subsidy above that. I think at about ninety three thousand, you have got a dual motor uh, version. Uh, is that kind of the, the sizzle of the model at the moment? I mean, is that the performance one? Uh, is it going to be going and sprinting off down the road? At yeah, so uh, you've got you um, it, like you're looking at a vehicle with the dual motor. Um, so still, it's rated at, um, on WLTP at 480 k's of range. Um, you're, you're 300 kilowatts, so 400 horsepower, 0 to 104.7 seconds. Um, if anyone needs any more than that, I'd question it. Um, and then for those that are even more performance orientated, you have an option of adding on the performance pack, which gives you Brembo brakes and Olin stampers and some other cool little features. Mm-hmm. Is that the one that comes with the yellow seatbelt? That's the one with the LAC belt. <laughs> <laughs> now, the uh, question is, I guess, where you go from uh, there. I mean, people love SUVs. Um, 
Well, I think the 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 Pulsar two almost has a bit of a hint of SUV to it, doesn't it? It's got a slightly higher ride. I think. It's slightly higher ride height. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it, it is a bigger car than the Model 3, I think, as well, for those who are trying to get their head around it. But, but what's coming? I mean, is there an SUV coming in the Pulse, Polestar range? I mean, what else is, is in the production part? Yep, so um, it's pretty much out in the, in the uh, public domain now um, of where the, the model range is going. So there is actually a new Polestar model each year for the next three years. So um, next is a SUV, uh, a performance luxury SUV. Um, then there's a, a, a further SUV and then um, a luxury performance sedan or car, which um, Polestar has actually started to document the uh, the preset concept from taking that from a concept vehicle through to a production vehicle, mm. which is you know, incredibly enlightening from a, a manufacturer, like um, you know, showing it's not just a concept car, this is something we're putting into production. And they're prepared to show that from the world from literally day one. And are all these things earmarked for right-hand drive production too? Yeah. So so we'll get everything in the long run? We'll get everything in the long run. Yeah. Speaking of getting everything, what is supply like? Because we know generally so far from European manufacturers and electric vehicles, supply has been limited at best. I know many of the brands, if they could get more of what they've got, they could sell them. I mean, yep. What kind of position are you guys in? And does sourcing out of China help that situation? Yeah, so we're we've been incredibly lucky. We've got a lot of support from Pulsar from a global level uh, for um, launching into our local market. Um, I'm confident that we've got enough vehicles coming through for the first couple of months, at least, to to satisfy demand. Um, but uh, everything's ramping up, back up in production, um, and we should we should be able to keep up with demand. Um, it's looking pretty pretty good at this stage. When, when you say up with initial demand, I mean, have you got no thoughts so far on what the order bank is going to look like? I mean, how many have many people actually put their their money down on one so far? We've, um, oh, like today's been phenomenal actually from interest after the the pricing announcement. Um, I'm not going to divulge too much, but um, let's just say we're it's probably higher than what we anticipated um, in that in that sense. Yeah, I mean, and look, if we look at uh, at uh, September, and I know we don't like talking about other brands necessarily, but the Tesla Model 3 is the top-selling passenger car in New Zealand yeah. for the months of September, which is amazing for from where electric vehicles have come from. I mean, do you see we're going to think we're going to see more of that? Is that as cars like the Polestar come through, and another thing is these electric vehicles up high in the in the passenger car ranks? Um, I, I think we'll continue to see the growth of the electric vehicle. Um, things aren't true at the moment with the global demand on vehicles and shortages of semiconductors and everything. Um, obviously, te Tesla's in a position where they've been able to manage those shortage, shortages better than others. Um, I do think it's, you know, we're seeing the ground swell now. Um, COVID, again, has played a huge part in, in the overall market for automobiles. Um, yeah, so those numbers, I saw them this morning, and it was, wow, yeah, that, that's phenomenal. It really is. Mm. Um, if we can replicate part of that success, um, you know, we're going to be extremely happy. We think we've got an unbelievable product to, to you know, give customers a choice. Mm -hmm. So, because reality is, up till today, they haven't had a choice. Mm -hmm. Are there any on the ground in New Zealand? Have you actually tried a, a Polestar? I wish. Um, <laughs> uh, we're again um, shipping delays and stuff like that. Our our first cars, our, we've got um, a limited number of pre-launch vehicles. Um, 
that they've actually been waiting and on on the wharf to get onto a boat. Um, everything going to plan. They are being loaded as we speak. So um, we'll have first first vehicles in the country for vehicle uh, for people to see um, early November. Have you made any arrangements for charging infrastructure in New Zealand? I mean, it's a big a big topic. Electric cars need to be charged. Uh, have you got any arrangements for supplying charging facilities into the customers' homes? Will there be options there? And also, I mean, will are you partnering with any local charging operators to offer discounts or even just a fob for uh, your customers? Yeah, so um, you know, it would be pretty pretty obvious that um, you know, ChargeNet's in a, in a very strong position as far as public charging infrastructure. Um, we're in discussions with them at the moment around um, you know what we can do together. Um, and I'm in a, also in discussions with a couple of local providers um, that I've had dealings with in, in my previous position who provide really good um, solutions for in-home. In um, it's probably one of the, the things that's part of the education for those new to the EV space is around the, uh, the charging infrastructure and what's required. And, you know, there's a lot of uh, mistruths and a lot of confusion out there. Mm-hmm. Now, I guess lastly, and probably almost more on, a, on a, a personal kind of level, do you feel like you've landed in exactly the right place at exactly the right time, l- launching an electric vehicle brand in New Zealand right now? It seems it seems pretty a pretty decent uh, timing on your part. Uh, it's probably even even bigger than that for me personally. So um, I've just spent you know, only been back in the motor industry for about three and a half or coming up four years. Uh, but I spent 25 years in the mobile communication space. So the fact, you know, um, you've got the EV market taking off, you've got um, a car running Android Automotive, the timing's perfect. It's an unbelievable product. Um, I'm just so excited. I'm so fortunate to have been able to be offered this position and get given the opportunity to, to launch Polestar into New Zealand for the Trip group. I mean, I guess on that, do you feel it's a... It's a car company or a tech company? Um, because it, it is at the moment going through a big float on the NASDAQ and all that kind of stuff, yeah. all the keystone things of a tech company, I guess. Yeah, it's, um, I don't think, like, when you you look at, um, you know, Polestar's catchphrase is pure progressive performance. So I don't think they're ever going to lose the fact of what they want to deliver to customers uh you know, the, the best EVs in the, in the world. Um, the fact that they've taken the approach of partnering with Google uh, for the in, in vehicle system and can leverage the rest of the group as far as the R&D. Um, yeah, yes, cars are becoming more and more technical every day. They, they're connected to the mobile network 24-7. Um, you know, the Polestar 2 is the first, one of the first cars to have, you know, you don't need your keys anymore. Yeah, you can just use your phone. It's right. um, through secure Bluetooth connection. Um, so, yes, um, car company, tech company. I think they need to find out a new new category for them. <laughs> Excellent. Look, uh, thank you so much for that, Bruce. Thanks for talking to us about Polestar. Now, uh, if people want to go find out more about the pricing, find out more about the uh, the car itself or even place an order, now, of course, they can go and find out more details at evsandbeyond.co.nz, but... Uh, to go any further than that, where do they go? Um, you can go polestar.co.nz or polestar.com slash nz. Um, at this stage, uh, just because we are, um, the configurator will be going live um, early November. But prior to that, just um, make, make an inquiry through the website. Um, I'm, on, I'm actually personally monitoring all the all the requests that come through. 
um, and we'll come back to you with the, the pricing and, um, and how we can do things. Fortunately, <laughs> I do have another staff member starting in the beginning of November, so. <laughs> Sounds well, very hands-on, excellent. Yeah. Look, uh, thank you so much for joining us, uh, Bruce Fowler, the brand manager of Polestar in New Zealand. Excellent, thanks Richard.